Unexpected. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Hello, and we are back. Monday, last week of podcast. Mm. Um, I have somewhat of a surprise that I'm hoping we're going. I'm going to be able to do for our very last podcast of the year. Oh, okay. I think I would never do this on the air, like not knowing what it may be, but <laughs> I'll say it on the podcast. What? Oh, good. Um, we may be able to reveal on the podcast the reality show that I'm going to yeah. be on next year. I, I think I. I mean, not to. I think we knew that you could, right? Well, I was we we still haven't gotten confirmation, so we're still waiting from like the network. Uh, so like the uh, local team, they're like, we think we can. Yeah. So they had to send it up to the network to make sure that okay. they could talk about it. Oh, okay. So I was texting with someone from their team this weekend, mm-hmm. and we were trying to get all the final details. And so we have a plan if they say yes. Um, then we it'll literally be on the podcast, exclusive to the Uncensored Podcast. Oh, that's wow. awesome. That's cool. Where we'll have um, some people from their team on the podcast to talk about it and <sighs> all the stuff that goes along with it. That so, is so cool. Yeah, so we're waiting on all the final on all the final okays for that. Yay! Um, and then we do have to find out, because on Friday's podcast, we spent time talking about if Holly was actually going to end up going to Orlando for her person's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to find out exactly what happened and if y'all actually went to Orlando. Mm-hmm. So we got to get that and we'll do that. But first, we have a really cool guest that Holly and I actually have known for a very long time. Do you think he remembers? Uh, probably not. Because ah, uh, it was like 10 years ago. 10 years. And ab- we're absolutely forgettable in that time. Absolutely. Uh, you can find him on The Voice the right voice. now on Team Kelly. Yes. Holly. 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 Yeah. Who do we have on the phone? Tampa Bay's own Jeremy Rosado. Yes. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Oh, Wonderful. we're great. And kudos to you for all of your success on The Voice this far. Oh, my God. How crazy it is. And of, I, of course I remember you guys. It's been like nine, ten years. Yes. Like, hey. Yes. Oh, let me oh back up. God. Yeah. So we very first met Jeremy Rosado, like, I believe it was exactly ten years ago. Yeah. Um, Miguel and I were at a different radio station in Tampa at that time. Mm-hmm. It was a little known little engine that could called yeah. Play ninety eight seven. And at that time, Jeremy was a contestant on American Idol. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so um we interviewed him on the on the show at the time. He came in the studio. Yes. Oh, snap. And then yeah. we actually ended up going out to Brandon, and I don't remember the name of the place that we were at. but um, A barbecue place, I think. I think it was a barbecue place. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I put mics or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something yeah. like that. Oh, and my so, God. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> right? I know. When I heard you, when Scott brought your name to us, I was like, no way. Not him. So and so we went out to this barbecue place and there was like a whole big thing and we we were pushing Jeremy for the show and then unfortunately obviously didn't continue on uh, throughout the remainder of that season's American Idol. But the other day when Scott texted Miguel and I and he's like, you guys, there's this amazing guy named Jeremy and he's like from here and he's on The Voice. I was like, 
Shut up! Oh my gosh, we know him. Not our old friend. So yeah. like oh in that God. time, sorry, I'm just now just taking over everything. In the time you were on American Idol, spent some years yeah. obviously doing other stuff. How did you get now to The Voice? Life is wild. And like, first of all, who, who gets to do like both these shows in one lifetime and like make it this far is like insane. Yes. Um, but I'm like incredibly like thankful, but no, it's, it really, it's really been 10 years. And to be quite honest with you, um, I had been getting emails from the show, like to audition, um, you know, for the network. Uh, and I just kind of for a minute kind of ignored it and was like, no, nah, I did, I did idol. They're not going to bring me on the show. And then also I'm like, you know what? I, I kind of need like a little bit of a resurgence. You know what I'm saying? I kind of just start popping off on Instagram because when I did idol, Instagram wasn't a thing then, you know what I mean? So yes. I was like, man, I, I need this, like, I need this like, like fresh start. So I don't know. I, I, I sent in my stuff and I was actually supposed to be on last season of the show. Mm. And then they changed their mind last minute, which is crazy. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they reset again this year. And, and I was like, no, I, I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not going to feel this like a little bit of like a little tiny bit of heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, it just ended up working out. And then it ended up being the season with Ariana Grande on the show. Like what the, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like it ended up, God is so good, man. And like life is perfect the way it's supposed to be because like I wouldn't have gotten to meet her and, and, and build a friendship with her too. And yeah, no, like it, it's incredible. I don't know if you guys know, but I, I just got cut last week from the show, um, but um, made it way further than Idol. Yes, and, yes. Uh, things are looking really good. You know, if, I think I told you guys this last time. I'm doing I'm doing gospel music. That's that's the lane for me. That's just, I know that that's like my purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of room for success in this season of my life in that area. And there's a lot of things happening already that I, I can't say out loud. But um, I'm very, very excited this time, guys. So Ooh, it's, it's, That is so it's, awesome. It's, it's, because look how many yeah, I like, I'm sorry. Not that the voice was not doing well. I mean, it was great. But yeah. the injection of Ariana Grande oh my made gosh. it like huge again. Literally the only reason it, I'm watching it right now. I know. Like, my it, girlfriend loves well, Ariana Grande. So many people are, are watching because of Ariana Grande. So the fact that you made it to this particular season yeah. and all, all those eyes on you that mm -hmm. might not have been on you last season. Everything happens for a reason. It does. So what, Everything happens for a reason. What are you doing right now then? So unfortunately you got cut. What are What is going on? Um, I guess I got cut like a week short of the finale. The finale is happening tonight and yeah. tomorrow on the show. Okay. Um, a week and a half for the finale. Anyway, it goes from like 10 to 8 to 5. So it's not like Idol where there's only two people left. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, right now I came home. I've got two Welcome Home Tampa concerts here happening this Thursday and Friday in Tampa at 7 p.m. Um, and I'm going to plug it because I'm on with you guys. Yes, <laughs> yeah, please do. Go ahead. You can literally find tickets um, online at eventbrite.com. Just like search Jeremy Rosado, or you can find me on all my socials. I am Jeremy Rosado, and you can find tickets there as well. But I'm doing that. I'm enjoying the holidays with my kid, and then I'm heading out to Nashville like second week of January to start meeting with some people. You guys, I can't talk too much, but you know the contracts are kind of crazy, so I have to, I have mm -hmm. to give and time before I can actually like Absolutely. meet with people. So I know, uh, but I'm very, very excited, guys. When I tell you like this time is so different, it's so different, and I'm thankful that we're getting to like talk again. And I hope you guys will be a part of my life uh, moving forward, and we can stay friends. But this time is so different from Idol. Like 
I don't even know how to put that in words, but like you guys said, like everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I feel it. I feel it happening. The last thing Kelly told me, she said it on the show, and then she said it after the show. You know, when we cut. Um, she, I don't know if you guys know who Lauren Daigle is, but she's yes. like a humongous gospel artist yeah. that is also trans. She's just crossed boundaries and had huge success in, yeah. in, in top forty. Um, and uh, she said, "Man, I really believe that there's space for you to do exactly what she did, and I'm going to help you." make that happen and so like it's just incredible like Uh. i got cut where i needed to get cut because you know just all the things i will never like curse the hand that fed me because it's changed my life again you know Mm. being on the voice and having ariana like what in the world like it looks like like, you all are like legit friends i was looking at your instagram you have a picture literally with ariana giving you like a kiss on the cheek dude like she's the best thing ever i don't even know i can't even say anything but no, it's legitimately, legitimately becoming a friendship, and oh, and cool. we talk all the time. And she's just—I wasn't even on her team, but it just—I don't know—something happened, and I made it so far on the show. We've been—you know—we filmed the show for six months, so like, I don't know. It just—I I kindred hearts. Like we just became connected, and mm. she's the most incredible human I've ever met, and I've met a lot of celebrities. Her and Kelly Clarkson, hands down, and Jennifer Lopez, who's also still the love of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Uh, of course. Wow. No, but but seriously, Ariana Grande is the most down-to-earth human uh, with the level of success that she has that I've ever met in my life. Like, the greatest, the greatest. And um, That's so amazing cool. to I, hear. Because I you, love her so much. I Because lo- you would think... That, you know, when you've been around the block and Holly has a picture of you two uh, up on their YouTube channel where we're live right now, uh, the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel. But you would think with Ariana Grande, J-Lo, Kelly Clarkson, they've all been in the business for 20 years at least, you know. And so you would think there would be that level of, all right, well, we're putting it on for the show and we're going to look all friendly. And then as soon as the cameras go off, they're like, all right, we're going back to our million dollar mansion. To the craft (laughs) services table and then just walks out the door. Exactly. They're like, all right, bye. But it sounds like they really sat down and fostered relationships with you all. Oh. oh, no. If oh, we lost a... The call drop. Do you want to try to get him back on the phone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. That's really cool to hear. I know. I'm like... He, he's right, though, about Instagram not being a thing back then. Yo, Like, yeah. I wasn't following him. I know who he is. Like, no, I pulled I mean, it up, and I'm like, oh, damn. I think at that point in Instagram, when we first started... Because I remember that's when I got it, when I first moved here and in 2011. And I think my first picture was like... Of a t- telescope or a, not a, a stethoscope at my doctor's office because I was like we didn't understand how to use it. No, I was like, here's a picture of my doctor's office. Uh, Jeremy, you back on? I'm back on, guys. I'm not too sure what the heck happened, that's but I'm okay. here. No, that's all right. Well, yeah, I was just asking, what is it like? Or you know, like it's when so cool go to off. see yeah. that when the cameras go off, that they're right. actually fostering relationships with you all and not just going off to their right. mansions. Yeah, and that's that's the I think that's the biggest difference from Idol versus you know versus The Voice. Like these coaches actually like build relationship with you so that when the show is like while we're filming the show, they're fully invested. But like the I, I didn't even know how invested. Uh oh. No, oh, no. And I got cut from the show. Like I knew she was the most incredible human ever from the moment I met her on stage, and she just like. Like, she's just who she is when cameras are on and off. And I knew that because I was on her team, so I was constantly with her. Um, and I never got to work with Ari, but I just always told her how much I love her. She would always tell me how much she loved me, too, and we would always <laughs> get to see her after the show. And, and I don't know, I just, like, I, I'm still trying to figure out, like, 
not being on her team, you know, to like get so much love from her. I think it's legitimately just like two human beings, just like you, your hearts are just attracted to people. You know what I'm saying? You become close with people and like yeah. it just happens. Absolutely. And dude, like when I, guys, when I tell you, she is legitimately, Ariana Grande is legitimately the sweetest, the most kind, the most loving. Like it's, it's insane. My, my daughter is like such a huge fan of hers and, she was so gracious to her, and she called her on Facetime for me. And, uh, and, oh my god! Wait, began wait, to build and, Jeremy. So, could you just literally at any moment text Ariana Grande or Kelly Clarkson? I'm not saying anything. Ah, <laughs> that means wow. yes. All right, we're not going to ask you to do it. No, 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 no. We would no, never no, ask, no, ask you to do that. But I was just like, wow, that's really awesome. That's next level. That's really cool. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with my life right now guys. <laughs> that is so I've been fantastic. home for a week and i found myself in such a place of just gratitude like it's the holidays christmas is coming and yeah we're celebrated and and it's just like man meeting ariana grande meeting kelly clarkson like like you said everything happens for a reason and having their support and their help now mm. to make this thing a reality and having their belief in it was like a POV, how funny is that, right? She's like, your point of view mm. of who you are as an artist is going to take you farther than a lot of people because when when you do get in front of these these labels and you do go out to Nashville, like, you know exactly who you are. You know mm. exactly the genre of music that's going to work for you. Right. And Kelly's in you, you know what I mean? Like, um, but that's that comes along with 10 years, you know what right. I'm saying, of really trying to fight for this dream. Yeah, coming out a vital... Yeah, being a kid, not knowing what I was really pursuing, and then, you know, having 10 years of trying to figure out where I actually yeah. I know that the success that I'll have is in this market. And for me, it's the most important thing in the world. Like, that's, that's what I love to do. So um, for them to see that, to believe and, like, to align with that fully, like, that's who, – who gets to say that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's so insane. And and then just in the in the Christian market, too, like, in the gospel world, like, I've been reaching out, dude, like I, on Instagram and like because they know that I've been fighting for this thing for ten years. So yeah, they saw me passionate. this show, yeah, and they're like, okay, how how can I help make this happen this time? Like, what 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 meetings do I have to set up to try to make this a thing that for you? You know, it's so, so cool, Jeremy. That you know, we and we've got to see a little bit of it. Like, I love this. Yeah, no, it's so crazy. I was on the plane ride back home, and I had Wi-Fi on the plane, and you know, I'm sitting on the plane, and I'm thinking, like, man, what's next? Like, I know I'm gonna do some shows. I know bookings are going to come in. I'm, I should be good for about a year because, you know, we'll still kind of be hot from the show and I can, I can like uh, hold, latch on to this thing for dear life for a year to make some money. You know what I mean? Like, what can I do here? And yeah. and I literally just got a DM right, right on the plane. It's just like, hey, uh, for my favorite artist, and, and I won't say his name, but in, in the Christian market, and he's got a bunch of Grammys and one of the goats uh, in Christian music. And Big things are coming. Like, this wow. time we're working, man. So anyway, nice. I'm really excited it's, I love it. Well, uh, Jeremy, we cannot wait to continue to watch and see you. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes you have to be in a certain space in order to receive what the world is yeah. supposed to give you because sometimes yeah. you're just not ready for it. Mm. And it feels like now is the moment that you are ready to receive it. You're yeah. grounded. You know who you are. You have your beliefs. And you have surrounded yourself with people that can help you get your beliefs out there. So we are so excited to see that happen. What are all the details for the uh, Welcome Home concert again? 
Yeah, for sure. Miguel, thank you for those words. You gave me chills. I received everything you just said. But uh, so my Welcome Home shows happening this Thursday and Friday, 16th and 17th um, in Tampa, Florida. It's at Reliant Family Church. You can find tickets at eventbrite.com. Search for Jeremy Rosado and it'll pop up. And you can find me on all of my socials at I am Jeremy Rosado. And you'll be able to find tickets there as well. Uh, it's going to be a night of You got to go to find out. Back. I think it's people that, that kept me on this show for so long. And I know my hometown really did that. So, Perfect. yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy yes, thank Come you. On. Break some legs this week on mm-hmm. that stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Oh, that's so awesome. That makes my heart so happy. That is I cool. mean, it really does. The fact that, like, we were in tam- we weren't even on the same station. We had just met him and then we like got let go and like somehow we made it back here and just here he is again doing his thing again, only like for real this time, but kinda like so are we. Yeah. I don't know. It just There are a lot of very cool. I feel like as I get older and things happen, I truly am a big believer that you have to be in a spot to receive certain things. Yeah. Like I used to be super jealous of people all the time. And I had such a hard time mm. asking the universe, why not me? Why not now? Um, I mean, and there's just a whole list of things of like, you know, like I even just the other day, I saw a video of uh, Raven Simone mm-hmm. uh, when she was like, four or five or something like that. And she was doing a video when she was on Cosby and she was doing a little something. She was at uh, FAO Schwartz in New York with Vanessa Williams. I have no clue what it was for, but it was some little promotional video and she was little. And um, I had forgotten the Raven Simone was from Atlanta. Mm. And Vanessa was like, how's it like working on the Cosby show with Felicia Rashad and all that stuff? And she's like, it's so fun. And like half a second, I was like, why couldn't that have been me? I was from Atlanta. I wanted to be in the entertainment industry. Mm. And then I'm like, I wasn't ready for it. And it wasn't my time to do those sort of things. It wasn't. And you don't know why you didn't get that. Like, right. By the way, fast forward and speaking of Raven Simone, I saw she did some interview as her now, like, not like, her as a woman mm-hmm. um and she said that she doesn't even remember filming the cosby show mm. like as a five-year-old she right. like basically was dissociating the whole time mm. because it was so much for a small child to take in right so when she was doing those scenes and she was acting like really not a lot of memory there because mm. it was not really like happening for her so it's like we're, if you had gone that route if that was you you wouldn't be who you are today. Right, mm. right. I mean, and even just another example of someone we used to work with who, if you go to, like, the archives of the podcast, uh, Tim Clark, oh, who yeah. used to oh, work yeah. for our company at corporate. And oh, I remember yeah. early in my career, I used to be really jealous of him before I knew who he, like, who we were friends. Yeah. Because uh, we're friends now, but before I just saw him in the radio world as so small, and I'd be like, why does he have so much success? Why does he always get to be the program director of the station in Jacksonville and he gets to go to corporate and he gets to live in nice places and all that? But it's like... You were very jealous of his suits. I was. I yeah. was. And of his lifestyle. But I'm like, it wasn't for me. I needed to go through all of my experiences in order to appreciate and be able to receive what the universe had in store for me. And so that's why I love hearing stories like Jeremy where it's like, yeah, he thought at that time on American Idol, oh my God, this is it. I'm on the precipice of just launching off. Of course, because what else would you think? Right, because that was on the biggest American show Idol. at the time, you Ryan know? Ryan freaking Seacrest. Right? 
but it wasn't his moment. He still needed to do whatever it is that he did for the past 10 years in order to be in this place right now yeah. to receive it. And I feel like that's so important in our lives when things don't happen for us and we always ask, well, why not me? Why not me? Or why me when right. you're going through something terrible? Right. It is preparing you for what is next. It is getting you ready to receive whatever it is that is in store for you. And be the person that you need to be to have that happen. Absolutely. Like, I, I have so many lessons and gro- how much growth I've been through in the past three years. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a different person. Right. I'm, I'm now who I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I look back at the me that I thought was ready. And I'm like, oh, girl, you don't know. Right. You know, so you got to learn something. And you got to be prepared to receive. Scott, how does that resonate with you at 25? Well, for me, I think it allows me to not stress so much of the immediate, you know, because I do that all the time where I'm like, I need to be right now at this next level. I need to be going after this. I need to do this project right now. And a lot of the times I get so stressed out and I get down on myself because I'm not going after that next thing. Or like, let's say, like just for a very pinpoint example, like I take a nap during the day and I'm like, motherfucker, there's probably somebody out there right now that's. Putting out his podcast, his blog, he's stepping up. And I'm like, wait a second. Okay, you can't give your all if you don't have all to give. Mm. If I'm not fully energized, fully nourishing my body, fully giving myself everything I can, there's no way I'm even going to be able to last if I get to another level. Mm. So how about I learn to take care of myself before I even learn to put anything else on my plate? And so allowing myself to just enjoy the moment. That was one of the things my dad and I talk about that a lot is really focusing on the now. And that's a really powerful thing to do because I'm such a forward thinker and I think about where's that next level? Where's that next step? And instead of like, wait, how about I just enjoy today, this yeah. moment, in this podcast? It's really all we all. have if you think about it. It is literally all we have. The past is gone. The future is non-existent until we actually get there. And again, it continues to jump because it's the future. The present is the only thing that we have. And I love reminding myself that because you could do that on so many different levels when you're with friends. It's holiday season coming up and you're sitting around the family that you haven't seen all year or friends you haven't seen in such a long time. Try to put your phone down. Try not to be hopping on Instagram or social media to be like, oh, let me escape to another world where you're seeing the people that that's who you follow on social media. Yeah. Stay in the moment for just a little bit and you gain so much more from life and you gain so much more perspective. And that's this whole past year has taught me that. Allowing myself to just be a little easy on myself. Things are going to happen, like you said earlier, when they're supposed to happen. Keep your dream alive. Keep going after it. But at the same time, be present in the moment and realize that the things you once wished for are here right now. And that's, I love seeing that phrase. It's like, remember like a year ago you are wishing for these things? Mm. Enjoy it. It's finally here. And I remember that. I remember me a couple years ago just saying like, you know, I remember on this podcast, like I'm leaving if I don't get full time. Like I got to go. I got to go to the next level. I remember being in college being like, I got to work on a radio station. These things happen. Appreciate the moment that you have it. Next day thirsty, obviously, yeah, for like the next thing. Yeah, don't be content with what you have be if like, you want well, more. like, well, that's it. I, this is all I'm going yeah. to do in life. You always but keep pushing it. yourself, but you have to enjoy where you're at. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you miss life. And that's exactly, I love that story from Jeremy because it's like, obviously, he kept, his, he kept his passion alive for this long. And now it's like, you hear him talking about it, and there's so much passion there. That's why he's getting to that next level is because he never gave up on his dream. Mm. And although he's in the present and he's joined his time for the holidays, he knows that in order to be the next thing, obviously keep that dream alive, be passionate about it, go after it. And he's been working at it so long, and eventually all comes all the way around. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that I've been doing lately is if I'm in a moment that I'm like, this moment right now is my favorite moment of like, mm. um, I mean, and just recently what comes to mind is when I 
did my little birthday brunch over Labor Day weekend, and we went to, like, this drag show, this drag brunch at Show Bar in Tampa, mm-hmm. in Ybor, and I just remember in that moment being like, I never want this moment to end. Like, the mm. music, the lights, the confetti, everyone was just getting along, and so I literally just took about 30, 40 seconds, put my phone out, and I just recorded the moment. And there was, like, nothing action happening that it's not to post anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's just to sort of go. And every now and then I'll go back and be like, what a great moment that was. Yeah. But oh, I love cool. having that because, you know, your memory, and as, as I'm getting older, I'm learning yeah. that I don't remember things as vividly as I want to. And so it's a great way. In just a 40-second, not to post, nothing crazy or funny is happening. It's just to go back and be like, that was such an awesome moment that I just loved life. Yeah. Then. I'm glad you're having those. I've had those for a long time. I'm I've been lucky in that I've always been good at being present. And then when I learned about how important it was to be present, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to make sure I do it even more. Um, but Miguel, you had a hard time doing that. For, oh, yeah. Like for the majority of the time that I've known you, you've always been the what's next. Right. What's next? What's next? Because I always felt like life was waiting for me in the next opportunity the like it would be job, better, everything would be whatever. better and bigger and brighter mm-hmm. and you would be brighter, brighter and bigger and, and more successful. And when you when that happened, then you could be happy. Mm-hmm. You were It was like this delayed gratification. Um, so it's been cool that you've slowed down. Right. A little bit. Not in a bad, like, you know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah. and it, 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 it's been a process. I mean, it started when we were in Panama City the last time. And after the first year, I was having just a really hard time because I felt like, all right, I'm finally hosting a morning show like I've always wanted, what my dream was. Yeah. I know I don't want to live in the city anymore because for me as a black gay man, this isn't the best place to be if I want to maybe find a relationship and like continue to grow my career and make a little bit more money so I can be able to do stuff. And so I was having a really hard time because I just kept thinking about what was next. And then the, mm-hmm. our life coach, Angela, she said something that just profoundly changed the way I thought about stuff. And she said, when you wake up in the morning... Say that you are choosing to live here, that you are choosing to go to work. Because she was like, you could quit and you can move back home to Atlanta and then figure things out from there. Mm -hmm. So you are actively choosing to be here. But if you say that, it changes your mindset on how you I get to Mm -hmm. go work on a radio station, you know, and have fun every day. And like it, I get to, so there were, it really changed my mind. So that was a slow process in learning how to appreciate what was around me yeah. and not always look like I do always look for the future. And that's like a different part of my brain now that I can click into. Yeah. But I try to always just be like this moment right here is where we are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. So we need to talk about Holly Friday. We spent a lot of time I know we did. going over, should you go to Orlando or not to celebrate your a person's birthday because mm-hmm. the band was double booked. Yeah. What happened? Did y'all go to Orlando? So thanks to that whole little thing, because remember if uh, on Friday you were like, just do it. Just, say, just get the just hotel and do it. Te- text them and say you're doing it. Get the hotel. I was nervous because I still am a recovering people pleaser and I didn't want to make him mad. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I know he would love this. And so thanks to Miguel and thanks to your hyping it up, Scott. Ooh, ooh. I did text. And um, what happened when we went off the podcast, because at first I was like, pack your bags. And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not immediate. Yeah, and yeah. I was no! like, yes, I want to. And he was like, 
I thought we were going to talk about this. I, this is how I read the text in my head when I know oh he's a, feeling a little angry. Right. Meanwhile, probably it probably was just like, I thought we were going to talk, talk about, about it. it. I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but in Holly's head. Past trauma from other days where I was just like, you know, oh, no. Let me just stand firm. I was like the, the lighthouse. And I was like, well, I said, sometimes I think you need a little nudge. And um, this is just... I want you to know this is not a burden for me. I want to do this. Because, mm. Miguel, what you said was mm. accurate. Like, you know, how he worries about, if it's something for somebody else, no questions asked. Right. He's in. Mm-hmm. But for himself, he's like, no, I feel like I don't deserve it. I feel like I'm not, no. Right, because I knew if Abe did that to me, I would be like, oh, my gosh, you probably feel so put out right yeah. now that we have to, like, change, go to Orlando. It's this weird sense ah. of, like, guilt mm-hmm. and, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. whatever else. And so then he didn't reply to that, that I, I said he needed a nudge. Didn't reply to that. And then about 10 minutes later, he was like, well, I mean, if we're going to do this, should we try to get universal tickets? <laughs> 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 I was yes! like, yes, we're yes! in. Hell yeah. Yes. So we did it. Now, it was a busy-ass day Friday. It was. We had to go to that lunch, which, by the way, so let me back up. I told him that this entire thing stemmed from us doing the podcast. And I was like, little did you know that I was live doing the podcast and texting you at the same time because they were telling me what to say. <laughs> Whatever so it takes. We listened to the, the whole village. podcast on the way home from Orlando on Saturday. Mm. And he's just like, oh, well, yeah, it's a really good thing you did that. He's like, because he's like, he knows that sometimes you, Miguel, and he are cut from that same cloth of mm-hmm. that type of thing. Right. So he's like, Miguel knows. He he gets it. I'm like, all right. So um, it was great. It was funny. And what I realized upon listening to our podcast, we spent 15 fucking minutes talking about lunch and you guys were bickering and before we even got into anything. And what was even more ridiculous was we were like, we don't have time today, guys. That's we don't Friday. have time. We don't have time. Let's spend 15 minutes talking about lunch. Yeah. I mean, but lunch is very important. As I'm listening to this, I was like, this is embarrassing. (laughs) Whatever. That's why it's a podcast. Number one in Tampa Bay. We did have to go to, it is. We are. Weirdly. Somebody wants to hear about our lunch. Our lunch (laughs) fiasco. So we did go to the lunch. Mm -hmm. Great. Went home. My mom was. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We spent 15 minutes. We have to actually say, Holly and I actually did get lunch at this place. We did. We did get lunch. Yes, we did. Because Holly walked straight up to the salesperson. (laughs) And before we even said hi to listener, she goes, so um, are Miguel and I, are we going to like, are we going to eat? Yes, ma'am. Claim it. I knew it because you're hungry. What are you going to do? Be jolly and Holly and not have food? Holly won't going to be jolly without no no food. That's what I'm saying. Get yourself some chicken and rice. I just sat back and watched and I giggled because Holly like bypassed all the fan members. I was like, like, sorry, y'all. I was like, hey, hey, I'll be right back. Hold on one second. I need food. Hey, girl. And then and then she's like, what, did you think I wouldn't feed you? I'm like, well, no, actually, I didn't think that, but Miguel thought. Man, Miguel just, <laughs> and she's man. like, of course you can eat. Like, she was like offended. I know. I was like, well. I told you. I was mm-hmm. like, well, where's my gift card? I'm going in. <laughs> I'm going in. So we did that. And then we, I, I wanted to, I get, went and got my daughter from school. We went and did the Toys for Tots yeah. donation. Mm. Which was beautiful. So great. Um, the Marines presented my daughter with their highest award in the mm. name of like community service for Toys for Tots. That's amazing. I mean, I'm still processing that. So okay. that happened. We should play that on the show tomorrow, by the way. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. Making uh, a note while you're talking. Write that down. It was really, it was beautiful. It was, it was all, it all happened so fast. So it was just really, really amazing. Um, so then she and her dad and his wife were there. So they, um, it was the Eddie Daughter weekend. So after we were done with all of that, they took her. Then Miguel and I did like a little guest spot on our sister station's toy drive, 1025 The Bone. So we did that. Didn't get out of there until 530. Went home, yeah. packed. My mom was still, my mom is just not well. Again, like we're going through it. But I'm like, it's just for tonight. We're leaving. We You will be okay. We have everything taken care of. We've taken the dog out for the night. And she was like, okay, by the time we left. And we got on the road a little after six. Mm. And it was dark. And oh, yeah. he he had been like, so my boyfriend, my my person, he's sort of also now become like primary caregiver number two. I'm I'm obviously my mom's primary caregiver, but now he's right in the same boat with me. But he deals with it more than I do, even mm. because he's at home with her during the day. Oh, right. And she, it's gone from like she might come down like once or twice with a random question or with a mood or with accusatory things. And now it's like at least twice an hour or more. Oh, man. And I'm te- like, he is losing it. Because mm. it's a lot. It it's is. It's not even his mom. Right. So, so by the time we got in the car, he was just like gripping the steering wheel. He's like, I know this is going to be fine, but give me like 15 minutes mm. to just. So we just kind of sat and quietly a little bit, decompressed. And then we put on our um, formerly known as the Gasparilla playlist. Mm. It's like an eight hour curated playlist. Oh. The best songs oh. of all time. Best. Ever. And so by the time we got like, even it took forever. Scott knows. It was oh, a yeah. really long drive to Orlando. Um, it took forever, but by, like I would say, by the time we got to about like the Nonasassa area, we were singing. Yeah, we were having like, conversations about his kid. Mike, it was good, and it it was perfect. <sighs> Going to see this band mm. in Orlando—that's a good place. It's better to see them there at that venue, the Tin Roof, than it even is out at Jimmy B's on the beach. And mm. I'm sorry, it's not like there's anything wrong with Jimmy Jimmy's B's. Jimmy's over there, like what? The- I know, sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy B is like, you a B. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> what's wrong? It's just not, the, it's not, Jimmy B's is not necessarily the greatest place for this particular band. Mm. They are so high energy. Right. And Jimmy B's is like a beach bar where it's oh, yeah. laid back. You want to hear some like Margaritaville and yes. like, yeah, you relax wanna, with the sunset. Just, you want to chill with a cocktail and right. like sit. You know, Whereas at thing. the Tin Roof, like you could like, you're dancing. Yeah. And On it's tables. Like, it, I mean, there was some people to have, like yeah. y'all. I have like radio blogs for the next week based on the stuff I oh, saw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. It was a lot, but it was so fun. I oh. did like kind of like I I just took a couple videos of us singing to the ah. band. Scott, by the way, you would fucking die. You l- would love to see this band. Oh man. Like just the fact that because you did a uh, talked about it on the radio today, like you were eating lunch and there was live music and you oh, were like yeah. getting it. Oh, yeah. Just some, one dude. You would lose your mind. Yeah. It's so much fun. God, well, Miguel, next time, I want to go. Miguel, yeah, Miguel, Miguel well, you would like some of the stuff, but, like, yeah. it's not God. your bag. No, that's not my thing. Um, it's not my cup of tea. No, no, but it was fun. We stayed out, and, t- and this band played from 10, a. M., 10 p.m. until... We left at 1.30 when they did. Oh, my did. God. They're still They're, going. Yeah, well, they they closed it out with Don't Stop Believing, which mm. I was like, we got to stay for that. Even yeah. though I, at that point, I, like an hour prior, I was like, maybe we should go. Oh. And then they started kicking into some emo tunes and played You're some like, Fall Out Boy. Yeah. And I was like, nope, I'm back in we it. We're here. Let's go. 
we left at 1.30. They were still trailing off. They had not taken a single break. Oh, <gasps> my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I mean, when I say no breaks, not even to pee. Like, there was no, uh, the diapers? music didn't stop. Wow. For three and a half hours. Wait, what is that? 11, 12, 1. Yes, three I, I don't know how they do it, but they're amazing. That's so. awesome. Yeah, next thing then they're in Orlando, I'm down. I know. And I was texting with Scott's girlfriend, actually, oh, yeah. after I was drunk. Oh, my and God. She, I'm sure she was probably drunk. Yes. And she's like, where are you? Because Scott was in Orlando. Yes. Mm. She and Scott were in Orlando. And I'm like, we're at the ten room. I'm like, I'm spelling we so it wrong. We were close to pulling the trigger, but I, it was just too far. I'm like, come on. Oh, how far was the place? Apparently, it was far. It was like thirty minutes, oh. and it was late. And yeah, I, it was eleven thirty. I had a wedding to DJ the next day, and we had to oh. wake up. We I woke up at six thirty the next morning to start getting ready, hit Ooh. the road, and get back because we had a lunch to go to with oh her family, and then I had to go DJ a wedding. Yeah, it's best you didn't come. Yeah, but no. That but next been time, bad. I'm so down because just being in Orlando was fun as long as I could just not have that traffic. Yeah, like I would be so down to have a weekend over there in that area because I've heard about this tin roof before. Yeah, and I heard is it's it a lot of fun downtown or where is it in Orlando? It's on um I I drive. Is it right there? Okay, it's, yeah. The, the it's like right there. Mall. It's literally almost underneath that giant. Ferris wheel. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's like you walk out of the tin roof and there's the Ferris you wheel. You could go on the Ferris wheel. Mm. Yeah. And I, the hotel I had booked while we were on the podcast Friday was five minute, a five-minute walk. Oh, oh, that's perfect. It so you didn't have amazing. to get an Uber. You no. just got to stumble back to the hotel. There was some stumbling. Myself, <laughs> mo- mostly myself. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. doing the stumbling. That is oh. so awesome so, to y'all, hear. It was, thank you. I'm just I'm giving you a whole round of applause. That is so awesome. It is a Miguel and Holly uncensored success story. 100%. So thank you. The platypus posse rejoices. We, <laughs> we did the damn thing. It was so fun. Oh, I love it. Well, this is uh, it. We've got two more podcasts for 2021. Mm. Oh, wow. Then we're done. Whew. Wow. Doesn't feel like it's about to be winter break. But. Wasn't it just like, I, we were just doing the Big A brunch. Yeah. yeah. In June. Yeah, yeah. The brunch, I feel like we were Sports just twins. coming in uh, for the uh, da, 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 the Super Bowl. <gasps> yeah. Oh, we my came God. in like Sunday night. And we're on air till like two Doesn't o'clock feel in the morning. Like it's been that long. Then we came back in to do the show that day. Like this year has just flown by. Um, I've got to do some research because there are a couple of bits that we do at the end of the year that I always forget <laughs> um, that we got to squeeze in. Like we've got to, and I think we do some of it on the podcast too. Yeah. Where we talk about like our New Year's resolutions. Oh my God. Um, mm-hmm. We do that on the podcast. But then on the air, we do our predictions. predictions. Yep. So we've got to pull out, Scott, you get to pull out the predictions <gasps> from. Oh my God, I forgot we get to hear that. Yes, that's always my favorite thing that I forget about. I know. So if you don't listen to our on air show, you're going to want to listen at some point or go back and listen to the audio. On the first show of the year, um, we always do predictions in three different categories about the show our lives Mm -hmm. in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. And then on the last show of the year, or next to last show, since our favorite things is the last show, like so this Thursday, we'll pull out the predictions to see who was actually right, who actually predicted what would happen. Do you know, do you, like some years I remember certain things. I remember remember nothing. Yeah, I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything this year. Well. So you said, Scott, you remember some of them? I remember some of them. Wait, why do you sound awkward about it? No, I don't. It's just, it's just funny how life works sometimes. Oh. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Wow. Ah, this is my favorite 
favorite segment. <laughs> I love it. So if you don't listen to our on-air show, you'll want to go to the Find website. It. Hot1015 yeah. uh Thursday to hear that. All right. We out of here. Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin. S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. I got to appreciate some of the platypus posse on the Miguel and Holly platypus posse Facebook group who somebody did a whole post and they were like, does anyone else say the TTT part too? <laughs> and everyone was like, I do, I do. <laughs> Shout out. I love that. Scott, I mean, Holly. <laughs> what? Again. I'm tired. Radio Holly, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. Thank you so much for voting us also as Tampa Bay's best podcast. And best podcast. But at the same time, best podcast. Also that, yeah. But I don't think you realize that on page 37 of the Creative Loafing, we were voted best podcast in Tampa Bay. Oh! So cool. Yeah. Leave us a rating. We'll see you Wednesday. Bye. (laughs)